It's Tuesday at 8pm and you're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. So last week, details of a brand new festival that takes place over St. Patrick's weekend were released. One of the best possible taste regulars, food consultant, writer and event curator Ali Dunworth is involved. So I put a call into Ali to find out more about Meowl Flour. Let's have a listen. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Ali, welcome back to the show. It seems a long time since we last spoke. It was definitely last year, I think. Yeah, I'd say it was definitely 2022. How are you? I'm great. And you are extremely busy from what I can see. Um, This year, with lots of festivals returning back in full force after COVID. And we also have some new festivals. And you're going to talk to us today about three festivals that you're involved in. I'm sure you're involved in a lot more than three, but we're going to focus on three today. <laughs> and the first one, and the one that's coming up first, is Meowled Flower, which is a brand new festival for 2023. Yeah, so we've just kind of announced it um, at the start of the year, so it's really exciting. It's in the Dublin City Fruit and Veg and Flower Market, and it's with the Big Grill team, so Andy Noonan, who I would work with a lot, and... Like, I know he's been pushing for a long time to do something um, in that space. And it's, I don't know if you know the space, it's the old, like, veg market. And it's a huge kind of empty warehouse. Beautiful, iconic. Like, there's a lot of love there for it. And I think everyone's excited to um, be in the market for the weekend. And, of course, it's not just food, even though that's what we're most interested in hearing all about. But the festival, it starts on the 16th, which is the Thursday, and runs until the Sunday, the 19th. And over the course of those few days, there's lots of different things taking place from music, culture, arts, food. So so many things for, for families and individuals to enjoy. Yeah, I suppose... It, similar enough to the big grill like we call it like a live festival experience so like it's not a market as you, you know it's in the market but not a market so what we'll have is guest restaurants um and we'll have a few barbecue ones in the outdoor area because we have that big grill element and then inside we'll have like um loads of different food trucks and the remit for everyone who's cooking of the weekend is their menus either have to celebrate like something iconic like an Irish dish or a twist on that or celebrate Irish ingredients so it'll be smaller menus tasting sizes so the idea is you come in for your session and you get to go around and try loads of different foods and then we'll have two different stages so we have our base camp stage which I'll be hosting with Dee Laffin and William Barry is going to be helping us and we'll be doing talks demos conversations on that and we also have a really cool brew camp which is drinks focused because uh, like the drinks element is not that it's a drink festival it's not booze focused but there's so many interesting stories for Irish drink creators business owners and that's hosted by uh, Gillian Boyle who is Jilly Beans on um, Instagram and she's like a very well known name in the drinks bar spirit world so she's an amazing host she brings people there that like we couldn't even think of like really really creative 
and then yeah there'd be all the fun as well so <laughs> I could go through some of them for you if you want. We will do that in a minute, but I, I think it's really important at festivals like this that the food offering isn't done in such a way that you're totally committed to one food outlet, that you can, you can, you have room for lots of different small plates because there's great diversity in the lineup, yeah. which is a great reflection of Ireland in 2023. Yeah, and I mean, that's always important to us. Like, I think it reflects the places that I know that me and Andy are interested in eating in and want to eat. And yeah, I suppose it's, we're talking about it being like a celebration of Irish food. And we are going to tick those boxes and have coddle and Irish stew. But, you know, for us, like Dublin food, Irish food at the moment is Baha'i, which is like Richie grew up in Dublin but um, Filipino fam- family and he's going to do like a twist on like a battered sausage, but it will be a Filipino dish. Or Kwanji, who grew up in Donegal, but his parents were from Hong Kong and he is going to do like uh, bacon and cabbage dumplings. So like for us, it's a really, you know, it's a more exciting, I suppose, lineup than you would if you were just to say all traditional foods. We've got a real mix of everything. Like they are the new traditional foods, I suppose. Absolutely. And even here in Newcastle West, um, I discovered this week at my child's, at my daughter's primary school, there are 16 different cultures in the school, 16 different yeah. languages. So, you know, if that's happening in somewhere like Newcastle West, which has a population of six to 7,000 people, then in Dublin, it's going to be even more culturally diverse again. And I think it is wonderful to see all these different cultures embraced in a festival that is centered around the St. Patrick's bank holiday, um, in effect. Let's go through some of the chefs and the guests that are doing the cooking and the, the demonstrations because you have great gender diversity there as well, which I think is very uh, important to remember because in years gone by, sometimes it has been quite hard to get those female chefs to participate in different um, events for whatever reason. But, uh, you know, first, the first name I see in the, the lineup is a really impressive young female chef. Yeah, so Shauna Freudland, who I'm very excited to have on the lineup. Um, incredible chef with an incredible pedigree uh, from Derry, but she's cooked in London most of her professional life. And she has worked for a long time with Marcus Waring who would be one of the best known chefs in the UK. And um, she was chef proprietor of his restaurant, Marcus, at the Berkeley for, like, I'm going to say a decade, at least, holding two stars, um, working with her husband as well. And they have recently, like, left and moved back to Derry. And I think at the moment she's working in her family restaurant and deciding what to do next. So, like, it's going to be really exciting to talk to her. She's going to be there on the 16th, so the opening day, and she's going to do a demo. We haven't decided exactly, or I won't reveal what it is yet, but it'd be really cool. And then, yeah, we've obviously got... Um, then we've got Jordan Bailey, which is so exciting. Like, Jordan is originally from Cornwall, but he's been cooking in Ireland for the last, got over three years now, maybe four years at Imshire. Again, he has two Michelin stars and he is going to be talking to me about like some of the stuff that they forage because I've spoken to him lots of times about the unexpected ingredients that he's found in Ireland. So that's a celebration of like him coming over and discovering Irish ingredients and cooking them at that level. Um, Ashley Moore, who is 
Goldie in Cork and she is very well known for her fin to tail um, cooking. So she is doing, can I tell you? Yeah, she's doing a banh mi with fish, which again is like a great twist on, should be using, they only use day boats, they only use Irish landed fish. Um, there's like, you know, too many names to go through here, but there's loads uh, to chat about. I am excited about having um, Eric Matthews to do a pop-up with us because he has been like cooking at different pop-ups over the year. Like he's a dub, his dad's from Dublin um, and he wants to really set, he's going to celebrate the classic Irish dishes, but he's cooked for a long time in chapter one. So he has that fine dining skill set. So he's going to do gur cake, poddle, uh, cheese onion crisps with his twist on them. And that's a sort of private dining event within the festival. So that's happening on the Saturday and the Sunday. That's going to be a lot of fun. And we must give a shout out to our good friend Lily Ramirez Foran, who is always brilliant on the cookery demo stage at festivals. Lily was such a big hit at the Big Grill last year. Like I had to ask her back. All the chefs, the barbecue chefs were crazy about her because she's such a fountain of knowledge. And she was like chatting with them all and giving them tips on how to cook proper Mexican and ingredients. And she is going to be cooking on St. Patrick's Day and she's going to do a Irish twist on something Mexican, but obviously in Lily's way, it will be delicious. I think something very, very green because there's a lot of gorgeous green stuff there. I'm so excited about her. But then like what I've really loved about this lineup and Andy has as well is that like, it's a lot of stuff we've wanted to do, but the big grill you know, we have to always have the barbecue element. And this was us just celebrating all the Irish stuff that we love. So like we'd both be big fans of Donald Fallon, who has a podcast called Three Castles Burning. And he's a historian based in Dublin, but he's really knowledgeable about food and drink. And he's going to do walking tours every day. And you don't have to come to the festival to do that. You can buy a ticket separately. It's 10 euro and all the proceeds go to the Capcom Day Centre, which is um, local to us there and he'll do a walking tour of the local area talking about the history because there's a really interesting food and drink history all around the market so yeah there's loads of other stuff and for visitors to Dublin this is possibly an area of the city that they may not have found themselves in before yeah I guess it doesn't have like any major does it have any major tourist attractions there I mean you'd go to Smithfield wouldn't you the square is really nice gorgeous places to visit there and the cobblestone would be very touristy so you would definitely get tourists around the area but like it's really exciting to do something that like we hope tourists come but really for us it was like do something Paddy's weekend that we want to go to I mean we'll be working but if I wasn't I'd be there but it was exciting to do something that actually would appeal to Dubliners because you know I think St. Patrick's Festival has done an amazing job over the last few years to make stuff more appealable to Irish people. And it's not focused on just tourists anymore. And I think this will be uh, another step in that direction. Like it's stuff we really want to do. And if the tourists come, brilliant. We do want them to come. come. So there's, <laughs> there's restaurants and food. So obviously you can get your lunch, your supper, your afternoon snack, whatever. Yeah. There's the cookery demos as well. There's the drinks in the brew camp. There's experiences and fun. And you've mentioned there about the walk-in tour. What other experiences that are food-related are on offer for um, guests to the event? So every day as well, we, every session, we'll be doing a, a journey through Irish cheese. And that's going to be hosted by William Barry, who's um, 
writes for the McKenna Guides and used to be a cheesemonger at Sheridan's. And he'll do a tasting of different cheeses and Irish drinks to go with it. So it'll be kind of the more unexpected drinks, um, Irish drinks there. And the Coddle Cook-Off is a competition happening on Sunday morning of the festival. Um, so that's open to, I'm still accepting entries for that, that anybody that wants to enter. That's open to like home cooks, chefs, restaurants. And we're going to have probably about 10 finalists. And they will cook up their coddle on Sunday morning. And I have an esteemed panel of experts, which is Kieran from the Gravediggers in uh, Glasnevin, which is very well known for its coddle. He's the one who introduced Anthony Bourdain to coddle. And then Gwen McGrath and Ken from Assassination Custard. And Gwen's family are from Moore Street. And she tells me there was a lot of coddle debate in her house growing up. And then Paul Flynn. So I'm throwing a, a cult into the mix there. But he tells me he's going to be a good coddle judge. So we have to, you know, we want it to be as diverse as possible, not just for the dubs. So they'll be there Sunday morning tasting the coddles. That's going to be good crack. And then every day on the stage as well, I'm going to do an onion eating challenge. Interesting. So have you, You've been to the Big Grill. Have you seen our chili eating challenge? I have. So the chili eating challenge is always like a big hit and you have to go through like seven stages of chili you know, goes up in the Scoville scale. So I was like, okay, what can we do that's quite relevant to where we are? So I had heard about another onion eating competition in a market town in the UK. So I kind of made up our version of it. So there'd be four rounds timed of onion eating. So you'll start off with like a scallion and you'll move up to, you know, the big, huge white Spanish onion. Oh, yeah. And you have to eat the whole thing. Uh, so oh. there'll be tears, maybe. Oh, my there'll God. Be, I, I, I can't predict how it's going to go, but that's going to be hosted by Fiona Frawley, who's a really uh, brilliant up-and-coming Dublin comedian. Uh, she also writes for Love of Dublin about food, so she's kind of twofold. She'd be a bit of crack, and she should be able to talk about the onions as well, so it'd be good fun. And when you're eating that Spanish onion, are you eating it like you'd eat an apple? I guess so. Mm. I haven't tested it out yet so <laughs> oh my god I, I wouldn't be testing it out no I'd let them test it out for you Ali and we should say about Paul Flynn just in case he's insulted he is a self-confessed culture oh yeah sorry <laughs> I did, is that offensive I didn't mean to be sorry Paul we, we're people, really... I don't well I don't think he would find it offensive but somebody from the city might think we're being offensive no we're Delighted to have Paul Flynn there for Sunday. And yeah, he's been a crack. And he his good friend Fingal Ferguson will be there Saturday and a bit of Sunday. So probably get them to do a little bit together on the demo stage as well. Um, as you know, Fingal is brilliant. He always comes to the big grill and he'll talk about gooby and sausages, gooby and cheese, about his knife business. Yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of interesting people. Well, let's talk briefly about the music, because we know Paul Flynn in particular and in particular is a huge um, music fan so any of these acts here I am not a music big music fan so I don't recognize any of these acts well our <laughs> that music says more is... about me than it does about the, the lineup <laughs> yeah and I would be a bit similar about the music but I do know quite a lot of these acts um it's all booked by Owen Cregan who works with us at all the festivals um from No Sleep Club and so he always gets like 
I suppose we want to have a bit of crack. It's Paddy's weekend. We want it to be loads of fun. So like you're speeding the hair in our trad, but like really fun trad. Uh, the Ukulele Collective, I mean, always goes down well at a festival. And then like Dublin DJs, like Billy Scurry. Billy used to be a chef and he DJs and everyone in like Dublin restaurants knows him. Sally Cinnamon as well. I mean, the name is enough to be on the food festival item. But um, yeah, there'd be just kind of feel good. Like, I suppose we always want it to feel like it's the kitchen at a house party. So, you know, it's the place where the crack is and we want the music to reflect that. Okay, well, it's open on at various different times and different days. So people are advised to get tickets beforehand. Where do they need to go to do that? So it's meowedflower.com. Okay. Um, or on social, meowedflower as well. So yeah, that's... M-E-A-U-L-D flower.com I thought you said it perfectly Ali <laughs> perfectly well um, I think one of the best parts of a festival is the looking forward to it and obviously Meowl Flower is just around the corner so if anybody's looking to plan something more in advance you're involved in Beyond the Peel which is on in June in Wicklow yeah, so this is the second year of Beyond the Pale, which again is a music and arts festival. But within that, I have a little food space called Beyond the Plate. And so kind of we go out of our way to have like really good food at it. So we'll always have really great vendors. Um, I suppose the age profile for the festival is like kind of over 30s. So we always you want to eat well you want to drink well like last year it would have been like whiplash beers and craft cocktails like so it's it's a nice vibe and within that then I have the beyond the plate stage and that is talks and demos and chats all weekend so I'm kind of at the beginning no I'm not at the beginning stages I'm in the planning stage just for that um and every year I suppose I fall into the overall theme of the festival and we're sort of celebrating, like you really want to celebrate the area that you're in because you're right in the in Glendalock estate, which is like right in the middle of the mountains there. It's gorgeous. And I'm going to sort of focus on food and folklore and sort of midsummer feasting and festivals for this. So everyone who does a talk or a demo, I'll ask for a subject that relates to that somehow. So kind of lots of the like I suppose elements of pagan festivals and feasting and eating and look you're brilliant at having your um your finger on the pulse with all these different um different acts different menus different producers in Ireland but if there is somebody out there listening who maybe thinks god you know I'd love to take part in that festival and I have something really new and different to offer and Ali doesn't know me are you open to pitches yeah, and all of the festival websites have contact pages where traders can apply. So I'll always direct people there if they're a restaurant or a food vendor. Um, and in the same way, like on my Instagram or on my Twitter, I have links to apply for each of the festival or my email is really easy to find on my Instagram or my Twitter so people can go ahead and message me if they think it's something that's going to work because yeah you can't be everywhere and know everything so it's always interesting to especially if someone thinks with that theme like of food folklore um 
pagan feasting, you know, Celtic Ireland, like anything along those lines, I'd love to be, I'd be interested to talk to anyone about that. Brilliant. And then you've mentioned the big grill a couple of times and we had Andy Clark on the programme last week talking about coming over to the big grill in August and it's Andy Noonan and the the team there that organised that as well um, in collaboration with your good self and it's on, it's back again this year in Herbert Park in August. Yeah, so the big grill, I'm going to say this is the seventh or eighth year and it's just one of my favorite festivals to work on and to go to. So it's all live fire. There's no electricity or no gas used in the cooking. And so it's a really unique take on like every chef and restaurant that we have. They can't cook their normal dishes because they're in a park with a fire and that's it. And Andy Noonan is amazing at curating that and programming it with people barbecue chefs from all over the world like some of the biggest names of barbecue he spends the rest of the year um forging those friendships and connections like while we're working on the flower i know he's in the background and so am i getting people booked for the big grill as well and we already have some really really good names uh, it's just a great festival like the the fact that there's live fire and barbecue everywhere that's theater in itself so it feels like an event just walking into the park because you don't see that very often. And then we have great fun with the based camp, the talks and the demos there as well. And again, with the drinks, all the craft beer vendors and DJ Barbecue, who is a Canadian based in the UK that comes over and like is sort of our head of catertainment, he calls himself. So he does loads of the, he'll host the, the eating competitions and we always have you know like Marcus O'Leary DJs and cooks and Dee Laffin hosts the stage and it's just a really nice like group of people that are really really into food and having a good time and it never rains on any of those outdoor events because you have your mini child of Prague to hand every year isn't that right <laughs> I have my little magnetic child of Prague that I brought to, yeah, beyond the, well, I bring him a lot of places, but last year when I brought him to Beyond Pale, I put it on Instagram and it got great reaction. Um, But I mean, it does rain, but usually not too bad. I mean, that's the benefit of doing it in the summertime. Last year at the Big Grill was the most exceptional weather we have ever had and it meant that it was the busiest the festival has ever been because it was like close to 30 degrees all weekend so we ordered water and we ordered it again and again and again because walking around making sure everyone in the crew was drinking water because it wearing hats like it was so crazy and warm but it was beautiful um the great thing about my flower is there's a roof absolutely yeah we do have probably like five of the barbecue vendors outside but like the guys who cook with live fire they're well used to cooking in all terrains especially anyone who's like irish or uk based and look it's ireland we know how to to cope with the rain yeah exactly (laughs) we're well able Best of luck with all of the three events, um, especially Meal Flower, and we'll hopefully talk to you before Beyond the Peel and the Big Grill. Yeah, definitely. I'll have updates for the lineups for them. 
um, after we get Miel Flower done so we can have a chat then. But yes, and I mean, Miel Flower, we've pretty much programmed everything, but there is still space for uh, smaller vendors, not restaurants, but food vendors, because we'll have an area that will have like, you know, vegetables, like we've got the village butcher, um, cakes, like or local kind of arts and crafts. There's a bit of space for that as well. So if anybody still wants to get a touch about that on the website, there is a tab for contact and that has a trader form. You can just fill that in and someone will get back straight away. Fantastic. Well, listen, I'm sure you're going to be at, albeit in a working capacity, but have a great time at it. Thanks very much, Sarah. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM.